what we're you want wheezing to do into is, your ears. <coughs> how awesome awesome. we drop our phones and our headphones in the toilet. That's how you clean them. Then <laughs> <laughs> you flush it, but you like hold it. Right, right, right. You don't. You don't. Obviously, don't. You don't let it go down. You Think hold about it there. All the and you times you it. shove your arm into the tank to flush the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting my arm in this. There's got to be a better way to do this. <laughs> if they're all, you have to lift up the plunger on the inside. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but you know, gets your hands clean at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to wash. Right. <laughs> this is great, sweet <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Please Don't Listen to This. Your life depends on it. We are coming into you live <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> oh my god! Prices I cannot think of a more torturous <laughs> premise for an episode than you guys making me watch Saturday Night Live. Uh, there's next week. <laughs> you it would it would be like one of those things where like in a cartoon depiction of hell, I'd be chained to a slab and you'd have the TV on in front of me. <laughs> Just watch like bleeding. this Eyes week's episode of oh, SNL. I want to watch like the 2016 election cycle of SNL. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you put it on any year, any year. Like yeah, it's true. Any of like I don't think I, I mean I've, I've got a pretty I'm low sure bar for comedy sometimes like uh, like I don't know some of the things that have made me laugh are just like absolutely like the, the silliest like, like the show like this like the show like yeah. just the show's comedy not whatever. made me laugh well I mean great you know you have a high standard I, I don't think I do most of the time like somebody gets hit in the nuts with a baseball I'm good but like yeah. when you put me down in front of SNL I don't think I even crack a smile it's just Really? It's there just must be some thing. funny stuff on there. Probably. I might maybe. give like a. Pet I, I, I've never seen it. I've never yeah. seen a funny joke like on Baldwin SNL. Baldwin doing wow. Donald Trump. It can't lose. Yeah, it's not even. It's not even what he sounds like. It's just <laughs> a bad impression. Just squinting. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I mean, he does look like that. He doesn't look like that, but he doesn't he, like the. the Doing an impression, like I feel like no, this yeah, guy who's the, allegedly a good actor should be doing like a vocal thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He just kind of has like a, and like the Trump impression is such a, it's such a fun, stupid voice to do. Yeah, people it, can do that pretty easy. Like yeah. I think any of us can kind of like, especially yeah, like yeah, the excited Trump. Um. Well, I I don't have a male voice, so so uh, um. Uh, <laughs> You're a loser, honey. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> China. Books. Oh my God. <laughs> you're reaching your hand inside the toilet to flush it. <laughs> are you tired of reaching your hand inside the toilet you to flush it? I understand. It might be a redneck. You out of Mulan. Oh no. <laughs> okay. We're gonna put him back in. <laughs> Oh, two weeks in a row, everybody. I know. Every week. He's gonna be huge. <laughs> They put Wushu back in Mulan. He's really big now. That's sad. He's just a huge sad. CGI effect. Eastern film sponsor. He's the villain oh, now. Boy. Um, God. How topical are Trump impressions? Trump uh, impressions in the Mulan movie. Yeah. I think that is coming out. Well, 
now that he's the president of the UK somehow, I mean, I guess it is still... Uh, we're recording Bushes? this in advance, I'm just assuming. Oh, oh okay. Advance uh, one week in advance. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are, everyone's in quarantine, so he's just going around, like, taking over. Uh, yeah, it's free real estate. Apparently he... Like, people were panicking because he may have been exposed to the coronavirus at mm-hmm. that big, like, CPAC GOP... Uh, no, at the GOP, like, big oh, convention they yeah. had. I thought the CPAC machine was supposed to help you breathe. <laughs> all right. Dude, I hope so many coronavirus in the CPAC machine. Oof. All right, all right. He's um, old. He's going to die. You know what's incredible? Is this episode's about Star Trek? <laughs> 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 no, I'm talking current events. Oh, wow. Well, Star Trek actually did delve into current wow. events more than once. Wow. But, um, no. Uh, and past events. And past events. Ken, yes. you got names for everybody, or do you just want me to call Oops. them? Oops! <laughs> oh my god, no, I got nothing. Do you know what this show's about? No, I just look at the shirts. <laughs> I could pull some out, maybe. Yeah, you, you've seen some Star Trek. Alright, we got um, the perfect robot who can never do wrong, Nick. Thank you very much. Um, we have Bop. Um, Professor X from the 90s cartoon but he can't talk because he has brain damage. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> me. I just realized that you're referring to Pike, and I'm yeah, like, Pike. Like, I thought first I thought you were going to make a Picard joke because he is oh, Professor yeah. X later, but no. Oh, that's the other Star Trek. Yeah, that's the end that's, of the other Star Trek. We will keep our next gen to a minimum in this but one. But if you guys want to understand that joke, joke, Google Professor X from the X-Men frontier in the 90s. His wheelchair is a flying yellow like, <laughs> uh, kid's car. Yes. <laughs> And it looks like what Pike drives around. He's got a race car bed he drives around. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like what it is, actually. It is, though. Um, And then we have um, failed religious allegory, Seb. Oh. Well, I am kind of. Or God complex. It's funny you mentioned the failed religious allegory because that was the last episode I watched. Oh, boy. My my parents attempted to make me religious and it didn't work. (laughs) I kind of do want to make like a pie chart like uh, like, all right, percentage of Star Trek episodes where one Kirk wears a green shirt, like that's yeah. gonna be a big oh, percentage. Yeah, Wait, no, no, no. Uh, percentage where Kirk Fox. Kirk Fox. Yeah. Kirk that's Fox. pretty high percentage too. Yeah. And then um, uh, ones one. where ones yes, where there's a religious allegory, or ones where they just straight up meet God. Those are two separate categories, and they take up big chunks. <laughs> and it's me, the Romulans cool ass ship camp. Ooh, that's a cool ass ship. Romulans episode. They I have, did like, not see that one, but I've watched it before. It's a good one. Uh, this week we're talking about the original Star Trek series because it's on Netflix and everyone should check it out and it was very therapeutic for me at the time to watch it. And it is just like a kind of sticking point in our in like culture, like <clears throat> in pop culture and culture mm-hmm. in general. Uh, it was just a place for a lot of uh, talented sci-fi writers to kind of get their stuff on the page. Uh, a lot of it seems hacked now, but like with Discworld, that is because everything since has already copied it. It's well, really the first planet, fandom. But in the past. Yes, they yes. go past planet <laughs> so many times. Oh, there was a rough one I saw when I was scrolling through that was, yeah. they go to a planet where everyone living on the planet are Native Americans, <laughs> and I'm like, no. I'm not watching this one. <laughs> and then, yeah. if you think about it, in the timeline, they're like, so of course they call them Indians, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like, we've reverted, that show's supposed to be the future, so we went to Native America, we went back to call it Indians somehow. <laughs> uh, lost the time. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about yet. You gotta wait for that shit. We're gonna talk about um, fandoms we... Don't want to be a part of, but we like the media that they like. Or maybe just didn't break into either, but you like yeah. the media too. Well, the yeah. thing is, not, this, you don't want to be a hardcore fan. Maybe. I don't want to assume too much, Cam, but I assume this is coming up in the Star Trek episode because anytime someone refers to themselves as a Trekkie, you instinctively want to punch them. Right. I don't want to talk about 
Star Trek with anyone because I've only seen the original series. But also I, because <laughs> the people who really are nerds about the original series are people who you don't care about what they have to say. Or dads. Boomers. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's, it's the kind of thing where people who are really into Star Trek kind of get up their own ass about it and they're like, well, I mean, this episode's directly connected to this episode, I can map out the galaxy. Yeah, it's Whereas you're like, guy. Yeah, yeah, it is coming people who know, who know how to speak, like, Romulan Kling, or Klingon yeah. or whatever. Do, do but, Romulans have their own language? Do they map Probably. I, feel, I know Klingons do, but uh, I, I just don't... I feel like Klingon might it. be the most well-documented. Mm. But I watch this show for the pretty colors and the funny acting. So. Which is a great reason to watch it. Yeah. It's got a lot of those things. We almost did comfort media or things we put on in the background for our first segment, and that falls. this falls into that. But we're not we talking do that because it. it's a boring topic. It is to talk about... <laughs> Things we have to pay attention to. <laughs> I'd like to know that from you guys, but it, maybe not our listeners aren't that interested. Anyway, um, Nick, you got a fandom that you oh, don't yeah. want to talk about um, in public? It's something that comes up a lot on this show. What the hell is going on out there? Sam's going to yell at this guy. Oh, the window is open. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. I thought you were about to start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my favorite, my, one of my favorite things is one that comes up, um, it comes up a lot. And uh, it, on this show, which is, of course, a superhero comics, and I, I do like superhero comics quite a bit, but I don't love them. I, I like them, and they are kind of a comfort media. They're, you know, they got me, uh, they, they really got me reading, and like, there's all these things that I still like about them. So go see our X-Men episode where I rambled on about how good, Magne- how good of a character Magneto is for like of 20 minutes yeah. or whatever. We bring up the X episode a lot, too. We bring up the X-Men a lot. We just can't... It's like when one you, of the two episodes I wasn't on, yeah, but you, it comes up all the time. <laughs> well, if Cam and I are in a room, the chances that the X-Men are going to come <laughs> yeah. up in discussion is, like, pretty it's high. Casual conversation. And it's also one of those things that, like, became, like, culturally relevant around the same time that Star Trek did. Hmm. Like, maybe a little bit later if you're talking the giant size X-Men stuff. Because that's 75. Uh-huh. So, you're talking, like... When you go into Toy Vault, you don't want the guy to talk about the comic. Well, near. when the people who are excited about mainstream comics bad. events make my skin crawl, mm. right? Because, like, the worst parts of pop culture are all rolled into that sort of thing, uh, where it doesn't... Nothing that would make any kind of story good is in a modern American comic book for the most part. Wow. Um, you, I've seen no less than, like, five different stories in the past, uh, like, decade about... The Joker's secret origin, right? Like, or like a new love Joker's it. secret oh, origin. Love it. We have <laughs> to a, explain it. A solved story yes. already, and even if it hadn't already been done, because of course you can iterate and redo stories on something like that. The 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 conceit of it is like on something that nobody should care about in general, right? Like, yeah. which is like where where did he where did he come from? I have to know literally the Joker's first and last name. Please explain which is, where the force. <laughs> but comes he from. has to be a sympathetic <laughs> villain. Nick. But it's that it's that shit. It's that and you know I could complain about the Joker all day, so but that's just an example, right? Well, Cam and I have complained about Civil War two on this podcast before. That's uh, Marvel is like a whole different beast where they crazy meet. that they just made another. one. I know, it right? The, Civil War two, the bloodiest, bloodiest wars in American history. And they just did it again. Uh, the Confederacy returns, they but um, the South will rise again. Mm. But like in the sequel. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Civil War two is the kind of thing where they're like, oh man, uh, it's it's all marketing. Like comics now are only marketing. Yeah. All and you can see this in movies as well, but it's to less of an extent because there are still people who want to make movies and can get them funded. And eighty four, I guess, still still does stuff. Mm. Um, That's right. Um, but like. If you're making a comic, I want at the big two, uh, unless you have a lot of leverage or you get really lucky, you are going to be shoehorned into doing the most awful shit imaginable because it will sound good on a poster. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I have to devise a reason why Iron Man and Captain Marvel would, like, 
come like kill each other. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> actually like like at each other's throats with like uh, guns. And for what? Because it would look good on a cover? Captain Marvel famous for using guns? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that one. Thanks. Oh god. It's just it's just like you just when people get excited about that, and, cool. and the, when people would find out that I like comics, one of the first things that they, uh, a lot, one of the questions I would get all the time that would kind of really like get under my skin is, well, like, oh well, you know, uh, the the Hulk he couldn't beat Thor, and but but oh, no, you're on record as <laughs> loving that. Yes, I'm, yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that, but as like its own thing, not as the point of the comics. Okay. If the com- if the comics only thing is to set up Thor fighting the Hulk. Then I'm probably not gonna have a good time because you're not gonna get much of a story out of that. Yeah, that's, at all. yeah, it's not the good storytelling. Is, the yeah. fight is way cooler if there's real stakes behind it. And there are never any real stakes. Stakes right. have been eliminated. Stakes have been brought outside and executed. Like you, you just can't have anything. We have yeah. run they out of stakes. They killed. The they Hulk. killed the Hulk. Uh, they killed. Happen. They they yeah. broke Rhodey's spine, and they acted yeah. like they were gonna kill him, but everyone was pissed, rightfully so, because it was terrible. Yeah. Um, and they're like, okay, fine. I guess he's not dead. Mm. I guess he's not literally dead. Um, figuratively. Uh, figuratively, right? Spiritually right. dead. Um, uh, there were <laughs> other events like the there was an event where Carnage <laughs> got ripped in half by the Sentry. Oh uh, yeah, that was. Uh, that and then. They, he came back with like robot there. pants. Darth Maul in it. Yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're just complaining about comics. Right Spiders now. lower yeah, body. Like, I'm is, in. But this is one of those one of those things that like I cannot with a straight face say, say to you like, oh yeah, I sure do love superheroes. I because, love like, DC because the kind of people uh, the kind of people who are getting really invested in it, you guys are just marks. You're fucking marks. Yeah, that's I know that's a wrestling term, but like you're marks. You are falling for it. You're only in it for the marketing, and you just are like, wow, the next issue where you know, uh, the fucking, the fucking speed force turns inside out or whatever. Like I'm really excited for that. Like, I, mean, I used to listen to a comic podcast, and I would enjoy it. I would never go buy the comics because I just liked to hear the premises. And then they'd like talk about it for a little bit, and then they'd move on. Well, know? that's kind of what the comics are now: is they're premise only. Yeah. Like they don't have everything. They ends. don't have good character moments or anything in the middle. It's like they need stuff to get clipped out and explained on comics YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Like, and that's it. It's just event only and no, no substance. Which is why when something does stand out, it stands out really, really brightly. Like with Immortal Hulk or some of the other stuff I've talked about on the show, where it's just you don't know how bad you have it until you read something good. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Once I started reading indie comics, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> <very> good. <laughs> Can make good? I like when comics news makes it onto, like, the fucking view, though. That oh, always, yeah, like, blows my mind. It's so dumb. Did you keeps killed? And Wolfie Goldblum was like, what? No, Did you hear, hear that anything. Aquaman is black now? <laughs> Oh, uh, no, this is not for the show. Uh, oh, <laughs> Cam's say, got opinions about Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> no, he say, cannot share the them. show. The boys, <laughs> the second season is out, and I want to watch it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, boys 2. Boys 2, not Mad. Oh, there, are, there are definitely other things that I don't want to, like, I don't want to be connected to as, like, a mm. fandom kind of thing. Um, you know what show I like? Invader Zim. Don't talk to her. <laughs> Big, I really like Dragon Ball, but I don't ever want to be defined by that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. mm. I'm not one of those guys who wears uh, the wife beater Vajin Vegeta shirt that says, uh, <laughs> you know, my family is important to me. 
nothing else is, so cross me and you'll regret it or something like that. <laughs> I'm a Libra born in July. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's I love my family. I'm a Libra born in July. <laughs> Frieza standing on the right. <laughs> That is, a joke. Right. that is a joke for us. George, <laughs> I didn't make that. With your dumb Photoshop app. I was doing a Vegeta impression too, so uh, I wasn't even like. Yeah, but I like the pose. Of yeah, it's a good pose. Standing on the. Um, we'll post it on the Instagram. Alex, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Alex, there's something that, that uh, we have gone to great pains to shut up about that I'm pretty sure you don't uh, want to consider yourself a fan. Oh, all right. I'm having a hard time with this. Please let me know. Uh, it's something that is so banned. We've only done one episode on it. Uh, it is Star Wars. Oh, is that it? All right. I was thinking I wasn't going to go there. I wasn't going to go there yet, but that's good. You could go to something else if you want. I was just um, kind of trying to suggest something. Well, I, we had talked about doing this first segment, and I'm like, we had to have done this before. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, we definitely have touched on this kind of thing in the past. But the thing that I was thinking of that I remember now, uh, we recently did Steven Universe, mm-hmm. and that is exactly one of those things where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I like this. But the people who do like this yeah. are fanatics oh, in general. I've never seen like the Twitter post that's like, Stephen is gay. He would never do this. And it's like <laughs> I write the show. <laughs> you can't tell me what. Uh, like he's that's, he's yeah. That's one of the lower order things. Best. Yeah. Him and Connie are a thing. Yeah, of. people yeah. get into their own head on these things, and then it's like you're yelling at the creator of the show you love. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? That's <laughs> one of those things that is, and I'm sure I mentioned it on the episode, yeah, but that's one of those things that is a legitimate barrier to entry for some of these like mm. really popular shows, movies, mm-hmm. and games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I'm, I'm a very big fan of this video game, but people who are very big fans of this game uh, are crazy, uh, Undertale. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. I love, love Undertale. I it's, think it's an well, amazing game. Amazing game. Came one over of, from Homestuck. Very creative. And it's got one of the best soundtracks of the decade. I don't feel bad about saying that at all. Um, and I really love it, and I will absolutely play whatever his next game is. If it's Deltarune, if he decides yep. he wants to do something else, whatever, I don't care. I will play it. I'm there day one. I really don't want to talk to you about your Undertale fan theory. Yes. I don't. I really don't. I, I 100% don't, and I don't want to know where you think the characters are from. I don't know what you... I, I don't want you to hear about the Mins and the Mons. I don't want to hear about the Mons. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, the Monsters in fandom is absolutely out of control. Grab it on I want to see your monster song out. <laughs> monsters Inc. stole that from Undertale. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh boy, we're white hot takes. But yeah, that's one of those things that kind of got co-opted by like a strange like meme fandom. Yeah, and you I'm know, like, I feel okay, like okay, all these are kids, and I get it, but it's not my scene. No, I think that it's something. Oh. It kind of uh, makes me feel like there are two. Like I mentioned Dragon Ball, and you mentioned uh, Steam Universe and Undertale. Those are on two ends where it's like one is like okay, it's silly, but it's earnest. Where it's uh, Undertale and. Steven Universe, yeah. where it's like, those people, they care a lot, and that's why it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. And, um, but they're not, like, threatened by you not liking it, where uh, it's more like, I love this so yeah. much, I need to put it on everyone else. Whereas, the Dragon Ball people are definitely threatened by you not liking it. <laughs> that's right. And it's, it's the best anime of all time. <laughs> it's the standard by which everything else should be judged. It's like, do you, have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> have, have you seen Dragon Ball? Yeah. The question you do have to ask people. <laughs> if you like it that much. I feel like those, a lot of those people are 
they have nostalgic goggles strapped really fucking tight on. It was their the face. last time they were happy. So <laughs> it's they're just like melded into their skull. They cannot take them off. Yeah, um, for, for that reason, this is a little bit off topic. But I want I've been wanting to do a fairly odd parents episode for a while. Oh, yeah. I keep bringing up the Jimmy and Timmy Power Hour, but um, I watched so much of that show as a kid that I want to go back to it. The idea that anything with Jimmy Neutron in it is something that you would enjoy makes me want to put you in the clockwork orange machine. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing the Jimmy and Timmy power at some point. That's good. It's very unfortunate that that show has gotten several things stuck in my head, such Mm. as when I'm folding my laundry, I sing the folding and hanging song in Mm. my head sometimes. Wow. I haven't thought about that in 10 years. Folding and hanging. (laughs) We've been watching a lot of TV when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. So We'd be stuck watching. In our brain. Kids be watching Kids too. Be watching. TV. What do you guys think about the word like cringe and, and like uh, so I, in the lexicon? I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I don't know. I think Is the word cringe cringe itself? Well, I, yeah. I think it's it's like a weird shorthand to dismiss people's like actual mm. like actual something that they have right. to say about a thing but yeah i don't know it's i mean cringe culture you know there's those cringe compilations yeah, and that's it's just awful. like that's just yeah like dude it's just work. somebody tripped it's like, and it's yeah, cringe. It's like, <laughs> like or it's like somebody like doing something that they earnestly care about like somebody singing it's just like they're yeah, yeah they're, some, not, they're something not great completely at it but it's like fucking normal they're like yeah. oh that's cringe and you're just and, and enjoying a glass of water fucking well it's, it's an easy way to take a stab at someone doing something that they obviously you know care about yeah, or, oh, yeah. especially when someone passion for anything yeah exactly like say, a 10 year old YouTuber yeah. being like oh he's the cringiest and it's yeah. like yeah, I let him do his thing it's cringy that his parents up. are allowing him to be <laughs> oh, on YouTube yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I want to say straight up the reason I brought this up is because I feel like a lot of the things that we're saying about fandom could be dismissed as oh we think it's cringe or whatever Yeah, and that is not where we're going with this No, there are people that we do not want to hang around but we're not saying they should be executed in the street or whatever <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like well, what you like. <laughs> oh, I guess we haven't gotten to you yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you have something you wanted to say? Um, Go ahead, because I'm done with you. Super in particular, I think... You, you Star Trek is the... Yeah, thing. Star Trek is why I wanted to bring it up. Is, um, we'll get in this... Well, let's get into it now. Is I like Star Trek, but I happened upon it because I was like, this is a cultural phenomenon that I... It's so... Um, impactful on everything, mm-hmm. every media that exists now. Yeah, like Star Trek <laughs> is to sci-fi as uh, Tolkien is to fantasy, yeah. pretty much. Um, like, but I had never like our generation is not like oh yeah I've seen Star Trek. It's like no, nobody's seen. Maybe you've seen the original, uh, the next gen. Right? Every or generation before us has seen oh, Star yeah. Trek. Every single one. Yeah, and they all had a different one. Yeah, but we were the ones who got fucked with it because we got to Jabrams mm. and nobody wants to touch it now yeah mm-hmm. those are just action movies and I still like to watch them because I like the actors and I like to look at the fun colors but <laughs> uh, same appeal turns out <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what <laughs> <laughs> Um, I still haven't seen the last two, probably though. So, you know, you definitely saw Into Darkness. That there was yes. only three of them. Oh, okay. so I only saw the first one. Yeah. Into Darkness has Khan in it, and it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Is, that, is that, that the post-credits part, thing? He's like Khan, no, no. or is that that's the first Star Trek movie, right? No, no. he doesn't do Khan. Who does Khan? What's they, that do, from? they do it in the middle of the movie. <laughs> what? Of, of the second yeah, one. Spock has this vendetta with Khan because he's the better actor. Oh, than, uh, it sucks so much. Name. Anyway, um, wait, you think Ben Cumberbatch is a better actor than Zach Todd or whatever? No, I was saying Chris Pringle or whatever that guy's name is. Uh, Chris Pine. <laughs> oh? 
<laughs> no, because it's supposed to be Kirk and Khan, I think, are supposed yeah. to go at it. But in the movie, it's Spock and Spock Khan. Because what's-his-name yeah. is a good actor. Oh, I see. I see what you mean now. I was. Oh I couldn't God, comprehend the sentence that you were putting. <laughs> yeah, because I half remember all this shit, because I'm looking at the colors the whole time. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I, I remember very specifically just in my bed scrolling through Netflix and being like, I know nothing about Star Trek. Uh, maybe I'll check it out. And it's, it's like the same thing happened to me with Doctor Who. I was like, mm. wow, this is huge. That's a fandom. I'm going to start... Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> sure is. I'm going to start at the beginning, and I turn it on, and I'm like, this fucking sucks, yeah. because you're not supposed to watch the first episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. It was, like, about mannequins coming to life in a mall, I think. Um, oh, wait, you, you were watching the um, the reboot series? It was black and white. Um, oh, okay. I was watching... Yeah, I was watching fucking... Doctor Who, dude. <laughs> and like, I was like, this blows. Yeah. <laughs> Old times. I have mixed feelings about the reboot. But... Yeah, I never get made it that far. <laughs> I would skip full seasons and be like, this still is There's like some from, very good bits the of same. This is from like the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, this is from the 19... You're from the 1900s. The early ones. They're on the Mayflower. In this <laughs> I meant the 1900 through... Yeah, <laughs> like 1910 is what I was saying. Um... But so, but with Star Trek, I just put it on and I liked it a lot. I liked the, the sets, the like the sci-fi, futurism of it. The actors are good in it, and it's it has a cool like mission statement as a show, mm-hmm. and it's impressive what they were able to do back then. But maybe mm-hmm. we should save this for the second segment. That's right. So, do you yeah. have anything uh, that you particular that stands out to you as something um, you enjoy? But you I have, I have a few, and you guys aren't gonna be surprised. Um, yeah, I, I think I know one of them. Uh, what? What? Uh, maybe you are proud of being part of the Sonic the Hedgehog fandom. I'm not sure. <laughs> are you part of the Sonic the Hedgehog I'm not really part fandom? of the fan. I, 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 I kind of was when I was a kid. But what was I talking about? Uh, Inuyasha. Inuyasha. Um, I love Inuyasha. I have a, lot, a bit of Inuyasha merch, but I never got into the fandom the way it existed when it did. Um, and I kind of wish I was in it. Just because I, I feel like I kind of missed out on that and I missed out on merch and I missed out on, you know, a lot of stuff like mm. anime wise when I was a kid in general. I wish I was more into that kind you mean of thing. When it was more like huge, like yeah. the anime. Yeah. Um, but I was, you know, young, so I didn't get to go to cons and I didn't get to mm. do all that. Um Yeah, where the fuck do you get Inuyasha merch in the nineties? Fucking you gotta Japan. go to Otakon. Nice imports. You Otakon. gotta go to Otakon. 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 Otakon and that's it. Um, also, it didn't really come over here until like 2000. the only one on this coast. Um, Where is that? Where is Otakon? Otakon. Uh, Baltimore? It's, it was Baltimore, now it's in D.C. Yeah. That area. Hmm. Um, but now, now I, I kind of look at people who still like Inuyasha or still are into Inuyasha mm-hmm. or... Uh, are just getting Inuyasha. into Inuyasha and I'm like, um, there's uh, me and Big, was it me and Bink? I think went to Cold Stone Creamery at one point, mm-hmm. and I had you know Not some sponsored. Inuyasha pins on my bag, yeah. um, and this extremely awkward girl, but she was like, um, like I could like hear her talking to her friend like. I don't know, I don't know. And they're like, just, I don't know, just say something. And she, like, turns around and she's like, I really like your Inuyasha pins. I love Inuyasha. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. And she's like, wow, I've never met somebody who likes Inuyasha. Yeah, the Inuyasha. conversation should end after I'm that like, first. Yeah. Like, I like Inuyasha. Cool, me too. End of story. Yeah, I'm like, yep. And then she turns around. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, eee. it That's the... 
whenever you're in any kind of fandom, there's always just people who are like that. And, mm. and that's just the people who get over-obsessed and hyper-focused. And they end up being in fandoms a lot because they are just li- like that. Yeah, I've never... I, like, we go we as a group go to a lot of cons and stuff, mm-hmm. and I never want to talk to anyone. It's Like, I just want it to be like... <laughs> you should really should get over that, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> um, you no. Could, no, no, no. There are... There are I mean, I, I understand. There's some pretty cool people. Like, there are lots of, lots of interesting people that, that you can mm-hmm. meet at cons. Because, like, <laughs> think about oh, it. You're at a con. Right? Yeah. What if you met someone who was like you? I horrible. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> what is this? Um, evil Kirk? <laughs> mostly I tend to we'll talk to artists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you talk to the artists or the vendors, they tend to be, you know, less weird. I feel um, like they're obligated to talk to me, so I don't want to. Yeah, it's no. their job. I'm, I think yeah. about well, no, I, feel I feel like, like if you're sitting at a like booth out of cash for you know two yeah, days you straight. Do it. Two <laughs> days straight and you like someone's art and you want to talk to them about it, <laughs> then that's good. Because it's like I mean, not everybody's going to want that, so you got to be able to gauge I the situation a little bit. I think be able to ring a bell, and then you can't talk to them. Well, later. then it opens up a trap door underneath your feet. And it's such a good idea. I dream. Um, so, I mean, well, I, I'm going to ring a bell on the table and send us all to the Yasha booth, which is the break. Ah. Uh, Oh, I wanted to say something to segue us in. Oh, okay. um, oh that, met... that wasn't good enough? No. <laughs> the button on the floor. I <laughs> met... Dropping through the trap door into our into second break. We've only been doing this for two years, folks. <laughs> We're working on the cakes. At my first Kineticon, I met a mom and son duo. The mom was an old school Trekkie, and the son was a new school Trekkie. He was, he was a kid, and this kid was cool, and the mom was cool, and that is why we should be into Star Trek. Yes, and he was wearing a shirt that said, I love J.J. Abrams. I hope he makes the new no, Star he, Wars. No, this kid was like, had like an encyclopedia, encyclopedic knowledge of Star Trek. Wow. It was, he was, he was so like 10 sorry. years old. Yeah. Um, and I we sat at lunch with him. There things to like when you're 10. Yeah. Mm, yeah, there, there were like no other uh, tables, so we saw, sat with him and his mom. Um, and talking to them was actually pretty cool, and we had like a deep in-depth conversation with the mom about like oh yeah kids and and their parents should be able to come here together and share interests like this yeah. and star trek it star trek generations even though right now it kind of just sucks, like star but... trek generations yeah what was star that trek was that the new... new show or is that one of the games or something Which one was that? star trek what generations i thought that was a thing oh. everything generations was, a gen- was one of the movies yeah oh, huh. Well, it's weird that they had the next generation and then they just had generations well generations yeah. plural is where the, the two casts mix together it's a bad movie. Yeah, there's Star Trek Generations and Star Trek The Next Generation. Yes, ne- I, all right. And, so, <laughs> so, you have to listen to our show. Can you, you do that for us? <laughs> I just said that the exact information That's that you jump into light speed into our next like, set phasers to... I'm sorry, if I'm looking at my phone, I'm not, I'm not listening. So, so you should just stop talking. Look at your phone. <laughs> no, stop talking. Okay, let's, uh, let's do another break. <laughs> limited terminology. <laughs> Let's Borg ourselves into the next Whoa! <laughs> We're not going to cling on to this person.
Flight Quarter, complete with a Star Trek cassette adventure, an authentic replica of the Star Trek Tricorder carried by Dr. Bones McCoy and Mr. Spock. It has a built-in microphone and mini readout screen and includes a carry strap so you can take it anywhere. I got the tape from Johnny. Get the Tricorder. Let's play it. The Star Trek Tricorder is a full-function cassette tape player and comes complete with pre-recorded Star Trek adventure. Check the mini-readout window. Listen to the voices of your favorite Star Trek heroes or turn the cassette over and press the record button and you can tape your own adventures. The Star Trek Tricorder with built-in microphone and mini-readout screen. New solid-state electronics from Mego. Space, a final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission, to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. That's kind of getting into the uh, getting into what we said in the first segment a little bit, where it's like the people who are like, oh, fast forward to the part where he kills someone. Yeah. You know? Oh my god! When I was desperately trying to watch some a full episode of Sopranos on YouTube, the amount of like kill compilations, and I was like, oh my god. watch the show. <laughs> That's not what it's supposed to be. Uh, speaking of things that are what You're they're supposed, supposed to, not to like be, it when you don't our show is what it's supposed to be. This no, Stardate it's 2020, mm-hmm. which sounds futuristic. Captain's hog. I log. <laughs> <laughs> we know all about the Captain's hog. Captain's you log. get to see it in season three. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, really I'll be right. right back. I mean, the letter writing campaign brought the show back. Like, we gotta give them what they want. <laughs> We're talking about Star Trek this week. Uh, Cam, you already mentioned a little bit about what you like about Star Trek. Um, do, you have, do you have a prop for this segment? Oh, he's, he brought out a whole star. He's wearing a shirt with a what's your face on it. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. Whoa. I have you two. You said he has two Star Back, Trek backwards, shirts. Backwards. Now. Backwards. Fuck. Is this good for audio? Uh, Cam is putting on ASMR another sh- shirt. He's wearing, wearing a Star Trek shirt, and he is now putting on yeah, another Star Trek shirt. Kirk's yellow shirt. Ugh. Does that mean you'll be the captain of this episode? No, I don't want any responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's funny. That came up in the episode I watched. But, um... I surely shouldn't mimic that because it almost certainly brought us into the segment. <laughs> Hopefully, um, yeah, that theme song fucking sucks. No, I was doing his little whistle thing that goes off on his... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, that's how phones work. Yeah. I like also the Whistling door. Whistling the mic is good. Everyone actually. loves it. I really <laughs> like the, the triple beat, like, mm, like the yeah. little Tri-quarter. communicator, tricorder. Um, yeah, so uh, instead of talking about the Star Trek sound effects we enjoy, yes. uh, instead let's talk about how if anyone dies on the show, they just get fucking ethered because it's so much easier to, like do with the special effects that they had. Yeah. Uh, instead of like, you know, 
them like burning or, or being injured or falling down or whatever, when they die, they like evaporate. They are nothing. Yeah. And it's because they freeze in positions so that the special effect can work, it's mm-hmm. so much funnier to me yeah. now. And horrifying. To, it is horrifying. Oh, and when they get um beamed too, yeah. they do yeah. they do There's, all right. So both of the episodes that I watched were episodes where the um, teleporter malfunction. It was the same. <laughs> there is a character. <laughs> I watched two. And, I'm sorry. I, and both of them had them standing still like that for too yes. long. Uh, um, there is a there is an episode of uh, Next Gen, and I think it comes up in a lot of Next Gen, where there's a character who's like, I'm not getting on that transport. You can't make me get on that transport. Mm-hmm. Do you know what happens to you when you go through that you transport? Can just take me down to the planet. <laughs> yeah. Well, that surprise is so big that I guess they could take like a lifeboat type thing down there. The shuttle. They, have a sh- I think they, they do, do have a shuttle. They talk about the shuttle in one of the episodes. Mm. Do you guys know, know what happens when you get on the transporter? It takes yeah. all your molecules out. Yeah. So you out. die, and yeah. then a new one of you is assembled. That's Good. normal. Start yeah. over, baby. Refresh bug. The easy out. part is taking the molecules <laughs> here. The hard part is taking the molecules <laughs> But um, as a good intro to this, um, because only Alex posted what episodes he was watching, I watched the same one as you. I watched okay. the Evil Kirk I episode. I meant to post the other one that I watched. Yes. Was, <laughs> Nobody did. Do you was, mean was fine. Oh, is there sorry. somebody who didn't watch Mirror Mirror? Seb, did you watch Mirror Mirror? I did not watch Mirror Mirror. Oh, oh all right. Right. Sorry. Is that what that one's called? Is that was the other crazy? one that I watched. That is Wait, one there's the... another Evil Crack yes, episode? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, no, all right. So, to be very specific, uh-huh. um, Mirror Mirror is the episode with the entire evil crew. Right. They, they get mustaches. sent to the yeah, alternate dimension Spock where Spock is the only one who yeah. has facial hair. They all have mustaches. Um, <laughs> I saw it. There's an entirely different episode. Episode six of season one on yeah. Netflix. I'm doing Good air quotes because mm-hmm. it's organized. It weirdly. could probably be organized completely incorrectly. I'm sure yeah. there's some freakies yes. who are very mad about that somewhere. Um, Let me pull up the episode. Eight. Captain Kirk gets beamed back up, but there's a problem with the teleporter, and it, they beam up a second evil Kirk. So there are two Kirks on the Enterprise. One is of them one... is a manifestation of all of his evil. Mm-hmm. And Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally watching Star Trek. <laughs> wow. It's very like. Yes. This is it for you. Like, you get to watch Star Trek on the episode. Like. Yes, the episode is called The Enemy Within. Yes. Good title. I picked yeah. that one because I played XCOM a couple weeks ago. <laughs> That's what I yeah. Honestly, um, the titles of all these episodes, they're all stolen from classic literature, but they're great quotes. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, great oh, titles, yeah. yeah. Um, like you were saying, like Seb was saying, you can just pick one that has a funny title just to see what the episode mm-hmm. is. Like, it's either Even, or you just pick the hackiest premise that you can find. Oh, yeah. The yeah, worst episode of Star Trek that I can think of is still worth watching, if that makes any sense. They're pretty long. <laughs> no, okay, what, what I mean is like... This is my episode. You, you will get something out of it, right? Like, yeah. I I watched a really, really bad episode. I, I will get to it. I don't know if, what order you want to go in or if you want to do you have any more introduction. I feel like we need to... Um, since, since this is my episode, I don't want to go around in a circle. Let's just if you've been living under a space rock, what is Star Trek? Star Trek is a show about a man in a bad shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All of his friends who also have bad shirts. <laughs> And they fly around um, destroying people's culture, <laughs> murdering and fucking... Uh, being imperialist. <laughs> no, all right, that's the evil one. Nope, <laughs> that's the good guys. So, um, so they're supposed to be like, conducting research on the universe. Their five-year mission to go everywhere in the everywhere. universe. <laughs> <laughs> it's not to go everywhere, it's just to like go out in that direction and just yeah. tell us everything you find. Come yeah. back and say, I saw a fucked up guy. <laughs> he looked at me. He looked at me. Um, and they do. That happens many times. And they're just supposed to be observing. And right. every episode where they go to a place where they're just supposed to look at it and say, yeah, that's kind of messed up. Kirk's 
extreme morals get in the way. He's like, I have to shoot everyone here. <laughs> they need to die. <laughs> I have to fix this. Um, even though most of the time something bad is happening, like they're about to kill someone for something they didn't do, or like there's weird cultural. I watched one episode where they show up and like immediately get put in jail, and they're like, and then they send someone to each jail cell, like. I have been chosen to fuck you. <laughs> they, yeah. and then, wow. of course, that was the pilot. <laughs> oh, it's also in oh, season two. It's also in season two. That's always Kurt, I'm, I'm Kurt sorry. fucks I mean, a I need, lot, audience. This is a horny show. A horny it really show. is. I mean, just the uh, like we were watching it making fun of the the length of Kirk's shirt. And then you see like the female crew members and you're like, whoa. <laughs> well, everyone has some interesting ideas about how sexually liberated we'd be in the future. And yeah. he was too modest. Too modest. <laughs> um, yeah, they don't eat ass on Star Trek. You know that. Hey, they're, they're just too professional to talk about it both of us. I'm sure they go to a planet where they all eat ass. <laughs> You have to read the, ass planet. the planet um, is shaped like an ass. It is their five-year mission. <laughs> so it is their five-year mission to uh, go where no man has gone before. Mm. Final frontier. Go just like explore out to different places and find out what's there go for the purposes of like data collection for the Federation. Yeah. Go find all the other humans living on yeah, all of these I, other planets. That's one of the very <laughs> limiting things about the show is that every alien is just a guy with some weird prosthetic. In a way, I think it's kind of freeing. Because, yeah. like, when you're not worried about having to design a new alien for every week, it means you can just focus on, okay, well, what's the conflict here? Right, and if they went to one planet... What do these Greek people do here? <laughs> you <laughs> joke, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, if they went to a planet and everyone looked like fucking Jabba the Hutt, and then the next episode they went to a planet where everyone's just, uh, you know, a, a Greek person, then you would have... You would be like, wow, this is a low-budget episode. Like, you yeah. know, this is one of their filler episodes maybe or whatever but so i do like that it's just weird people with glitter on them yeah like, no it, it is just it's an interesting like thing to think about the fact that they because they do draw from history in a lot of ways which we kind of mentioned uh -huh. but mm -hmm. it is just funny to think about these are people from earth and everyone else they aren't it's not like a post-colonial universe situation they are they they grew up on this planet they evolved from the local animals into identically looking humans. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you could yeah. get into like the uh, like theory of convergent design of design yeah. or something like that. It's but, just it's but, like a super quaint thing, yeah. and I I liked it a lot. That only yeah. works if everyone you meet is sort of human shaped, and then later in like the other Star Trek series and even other Star Trek episodes in the original series, they totally go away from that. Yeah, where it's like yeah. this yeah. alien's a blob. It's a it's a it's a huge blob. Yeah, the, the same thing happens in Doctor Who. Yeah, where the older series has less of the crazy aliens and more of people actually in upside down trash cans. Like, and what's great is that we're um, all able to ignore this and it just doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good. Well, and they almost kind of pull from like what I would expect out of like a uh, time travel story or a parallel universe story. And they do both those stories. Well, yes, yeah, multiple times. But, like even a general episode where I've mentioned this a couple times, but it is hilarious to me that there are planets that are just the past. It's insane, and it's like not, it. you could do a time travel story, but they just don't do that. And they, it's really they, funny. Did well, well they don't one like of the episodes to do I watched. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, really? I, yes. we've mentioned that they have done that. But what I'm saying is, is that in, one, in a typical episode oh, outside okay, okay, okay. of is any time travel, time? they go to the old west. What? Yeah, is that episode Amok Time the one you watched? Do they go back to the city at the end of? Oh, City Forever. of Ages Forever? Oh, that's yeah. a great episode. Yeah. That is a great episode. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear you talk about that yeah. one. 
Um, I'll talk about it now. What yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Seb, what episode so did you watch? This is the one where Bones got zoomies. Yeah. Um, so, uh, audience, uh, my, my cat, uh, rest in peace, uh, Bones, um, I believe was named, I, I adopted him with the name, I believe was named after... Uh, Bones McCoy. He kind of looked like him. He was very, very angry looking. He no, he like did. He looked really angry all the time. Or something. Um, it's another crazy name. But uh, so I, I think he was named after him. So I was very much reminded of him. So I say Bones got zoomies in relation to my cat, but he fucking did. Right? He's the ship's medic. Um, he accidentally shot himself with a bunch of cortisone or whatever the fuck that was because he he had just like resuscitated Sulu with it, uh-huh. but then they mouth went through mouth? some like turbulence. What mouth to mouth? No needle no. to abdomen. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, so th- they were going through some like turbulent like time ripples yep. in the ship. So th- the sea was rough. Then. Yeah, um, Sulu accidentally knocked himself out. Um, and so Bones like injected him with that stuff. He he you know woke up and he was like, oh, I'm fine now. Mm-hmm. Then they go through some more turbulence and uh, Bones accidentally like jabs himself with the entire needle of like 200 milligrams or whatever milliliters of uh, this stuff. Uh-huh. And he goes through this like terrible paranoid bullshit. Oh, um, I he gets high. Yeah. He gets really high and he's like, murderers, killers, and he runs and he beams down to the planet, which is, um... Rome. <laughs> or this, 1920s this, New York. No, there, no, the planet is, um, it's, it's just got a big rock and the rock has a hole in the middle and the rock can talk and glow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the rock okay. is like, the, the rock is like, I am the guardian of time or whatever and he's got like... He's, like, showing flashbacks through Earth's history. For some reason, this rock very specifically goes through Earth's history and nowhere else in the universe. It's the only planet in Star Trek. Um, So Bones uh, runs through there and changes the course of history, erases the Enterprise and everything, uh, except for the crew who beamed down to the planet because they're outside of time right now. And they're like, oh shit, we have to go back in time to where Bones was and prevent him from cha- changing the course of history. Wow. Um, so they go back in time to the Depression. Um, <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. It's an easy set to build, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, so they go back to the Depression. Um, and Kirk and Spock in this episode are really good. The banter is really good. Oh, they're um, great together. Yeah, they oh, it's so chemistry. good. Um, and they steal some clothes, right? Yeah. Um, and they get caught immediately by the the police, and he's like, well, explain yourselves. And Kirk is like, well, obviously my friend here is um, Chinese. Ooh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and Spock is just like... <laughs> What? <laughs> he's Kirk just looking so, at him like, are so you... So far beyond PC that he's... Or he's so PC that he's beyond being PC. Yeah, he's yeah. like, how do I explain the way uh, Spock looks? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's Chinese. Oh, boy. Uh, and his ears got caught in a mechanical rice picker. Oh, my God. It's so wild because, like, you could have just said he's Chinese. This person's probably never seen a Chinese person, right? Yeah. Like, I think that's not even that fair. Yeah. <laughs> It, the, the person would have accepted it, but the ear thing is like such an ultra specific detail mm. that yeah. if you you could never get Spock to explain it himself to lie himself about this it, this sort of yeah. thing, yeah. it would fuck him up to be like. I think he does somewhat light lying. Yeah, but like 
he would never sound believable saying this, like completely flat affect to yeah, somebody just be in the like, 1930s. I am Chinese. Mm. And you'd be like, I don't believe that. I have an important <laughs> question about this episode. What? Was Bones wearing the short sleeve shirt? No. Oh, He's wearing a long that. sleeve shirt. The, the short sleeve bone shirt is a classic because it's oh. got like a nice crew neck collar, uh-huh. which none of the other ones have. Oh. And it's like, I don't think anyone else wears that shirt. And I, I think it's not. because he's a special medic man. Yeah. yeah. I think it's because he's like using his hands, so it's like rolling yeah. up your sleeves. Well, it's like a it's like a doctor if you were in Hollywood. Get rid of them you know? sleeves. Get rid of them sleeves, baby. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, yeah, so as far as I got, I didn't watch this one all the way through, but I want to finish it. Um, yeah, we don't have to go through the synopsis for each episode. Oh, but, oh, yeah. oh dude, you really should finish that one because Sitting on the Edge of Forever is a great episode. Oh, yeah. Like, that sounds crazy. Uh, Kirk Fox, there's yeah. like this oh, chick. Normal. It's so important yeah. to the plot that Kirk fucks. It's so yeah, unbelievable. Does he have his own baby or always fucks. Right. The, okay, so themes in the show, Kirk fucks. Um, somebody on the crew fucks up mm-hmm. or gets fucked up. Uh, something gets on the ship. Ooh, love uh, a, a thing is on the ship episode. Yeah. Which very often time. leads a crew member to get fucked up. Yes. Uh, or get fucked. Or get yes. fucked. Uh, sometimes they fuck the thing that fucked up the ship. Whoa. Um, but, <laughs> All uh, right. Yeah, these, these are some some themes of the show that happen in like pretty much every episode. Hmm. Um, I should have made you guys watch yeah. the Nomad episode because it's yeah. like a supercomputer that gets beamed on the ship. Hmm. I think and I saw the... I think I might have saw the synopsis. Yeah, and then like it loves Kirk because it thinks that it... It's, it's God, thing. right? Yeah. Yeah. And Insane. Then, then, but I can see it right now in my mind. Like, there's this one point where he just vaporizes two red shirts because they're, like, in his way. And Kirk's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I need to fix this shit. But this, the, the amount of casual death in the show can be really unsettling to me sometimes. Oh, it definitely is. Because a lot of times it seems like the show is kind of soft. Like, you know, the conflicts right. are very interpersonal. It's like, uh, oh, the stakes, for this, the stakes for one episode might be... Bones is mad at me and I don't want him to be. Mm-hmm. And the stakes for another episode might be the complete and total destruction of this entire planet. Yeah. But kind of, you know, the tone, same tone is kept through those episodes. And then occasionally they'll be on the planet and someone will die instantly. Like yeah. I, like what happened Immediately. to me. Uh, oh God, what's the name of the episode? It's like the search for Eden or something like that. They land on a planet yeah, and it's exactly bad. the Garden of Eden. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. And somebody, one of the red shirts, touches a flower and it kills him instantly. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, like, the you know, if you're uh, plugged into pop culture, you know, like, the term maybe red shirt. Like, if you're mm-hmm. a red shirt, you're expendable, because mm-hmm. that's what they yeah. call, that, those are like the foot soldiers of you, the, sorry. The, no, go ahead, of the oh, Enterprise. You might also know the term Mary Sue, which comes from a uh, Star Trek fanfic. Really? Yes. Oh, right, we talked about that. Yeah. In our... Fan fiction episode. Oh, all right. Things that we didn't know came from Star Trek. Oh yeah. For one thousand, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, one. Yeah, that's me. Oh. Um, one of the episodes I watched has the quote, "He's dead, Jim." Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know that was from Star Trek. Oh, I knew that. I haven't all? seen the episode, but I knew it's that. It's in reference to a dog. Yeah. <laughs> they kill a dog, <laughs> and then they're like, "He's dead, Jim." Insane. I was, Freaking out about the mm. that dog in that episode because this is in the first yeah. Evil Kirk episode. Yeah, yeah. it's a literally if you've seen fucking uh, the Grinch who stole Christmas, it's his dog with the antlers. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> just a dog with a stupid headband on. Like, Look at this crazy animal. Yeah, this alien. <laughs> yeah. And then because Kirk gets split, 
when he gets beamed up, so does the dog, and the, there's a bad dog, and then yeah. they try to fuse them back together by setting them down in the teleporter. <laughs> oh <my laughs> and then, of course, the the you know the story, the pop culture conscious, story conscious version of you is like, oh, of course that's gonna work. Yeah, right? and now they and, know. Yeah, and then it just kills the dog. <laughs> <laughs> in a way, a lot of the violence in the show is very funny. In a way, it's not meant to be. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. so sudden. They have Sorry. to do it suddenly. And the punching, the hand to hand combat in the show, insane. Just Big wonder, swings past people. It's oh, so yeah. good. Sometimes I wish I could go back in time and watch it at that point in time yeah. to see if I would be more convinced by it than I am now. Mm-hmm. I think you just would see it as like when you go see a play. Yeah, but kind of the thing to, is... You just buy in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I just wonder if it, it was easier to do that back then because you didn't have you know all these crazy special effects and CG stuff going yeah. on. It's funny you bring up a play because that's actually something that I was thinking about a lot. It and definitely it made me feels feel, a lot like that. Yeah. It, it, well, I mean, like to a degree, mm-hmm. all television from that era and before it mm-hmm. is influenced by a play because it did. Were they not um, at one as, point called teleplays? Oh yeah, mm. but yeah. like right, right, it's talkies. Talkies. <laughs> well, like uh, film had its own language for a long time before television existed. But when television started to come into its own and have it, like TV shows be a thing. They didn't take the language of film from movies because, like, oh shit, we don't have time for that. And also, yeah, it's, it's a lot. What's this rising yeah. action? <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. So, so you would kind of steal from plays. We have one, we have one set, we have one spot. We're going to do something in it. Characters are going to walk up and down the set and emote yes. at each other, uh, and the lights will go on and off. And uh, if we have one prop that we are going to use, it will stand the fuck out from the set. <laughs> and you know, that's kind of like a, like, in a way, it's it's special. Like it's. It made me feel a lot better about, I don't know, that's, that's the frame of mind that I was in watching these. And in, in a lot of Twilight Zone episodes, too, which I know oh, is another yeah. one that you did. Yeah. Uh, so that makes me feel differently about whether, whatever you know special effects or set dressing or anything like that. Because if I was watching a play, I wouldn't care. Something would stand out to me if it was good, but never if it was bad with like a prop and a play. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm supposed to be focusing on the performance of the it's actors. Like, yes, the walls are just yeah okay. exactly i don't i i have oh. my brain tuned it out immediately yeah. accepted that if somebody does something stupid acting wise it'll stick out like a sore thumb that's mm. different and it does happen yes. uh some of the guests especially uh like well, all right i want you guest episodes. yeah I don't know if well that's... not like well, like a special celebrity guest or anything but like people who aren't part of the but, main yeah, regular yeah. cast yeah. Mm. when they are like it's like oh ensign that we have just introduced this episode uh, can you please act like you're going to betray Spock and then don't do it. Uh, it (laughs) He like rings his hands behind him or something. (laughs) 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 It's stuff like that. Oh, but to get back on the Evil Kirk episode, there's some serious, like, really good, complete overacting. Um, So I think one of my favorite bits in that one is, um, like, as soon as Evil Kirk is on the ship, Uh he goes over to see the dock and he's like, where's the brandy? Yeah. <laughs> give me the brandy. He goes to the doctor. Yes. And, and apparently says, give me he bread. has of the liquor he cabinet. Has it. Yeah. I don't know. He has an entire... Is that um, the only place he can get liquor on the ship? a fucking flower pot of brandy that yeah, drinks like from the bottle. Like a space bottle. Now that I think is quite futuristic. I yes. will be drinking from a flower pot for now. It is wild. If you've ever seen a wine aerator, yes. it looks like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's, I mean, you can't just have him drinking from a fucking bottle, right? Like, what? Yes, not. Uncivilized. This is a bar in Next Gen. But that's different. That's <laughs> very different. Uh, but uh, every time they cut to Evil Kirk making his evil plans, they 
change the lighting completely and shoot him from a lower angle. He looks like a fucking alien. It literally looks like they're holding a flashlight under his face and he's like, <laughs> time to have sex with this woman. And this like, is what I do. Truly the most evil thing I can think of. Yes. Uh, but he, it, it really gets into some Me Too shit, actually. Yeah, he's it's like, He's like, I'm your captain. And it's like, wait, Kirk, you are kind of fucking like every episode. I don't know if you want to shine a light on this. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, it, was a, it was a really good episode. Yeah, that was a why. That was the first one I picked out. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. perfect. I was like, oh, evil doppelganger in episode uh, six? six. Yeah, the series, <laughs> like, yeah, the series hits its stride fast, <laughs> yes. I gotta say. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we, you talked about it a little bit at the end of last week's episode. The pilot isn't good, but that's fine. Yeah, um, I don't remember much from it. You yeah, watched it I, I watched that more recently. And it's so Kirk isn't in it. They've got somebody else for the captain. captain, Pike. captain well, Pike. he was later retroactively named to Captain Pike. <laughs> Professor X. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, there's really no chemistry between the characters. Hmm. Spock doesn't do much. Most of the crew doesn't do much. Yeah, They're Spock just kind of back up. Right? Yeah, the yeah. Th- there's barely anybody in it uh, except for Pike. And um, basically, there's like uh, he gets trapped on this planet where these aliens have like. They they want to keep him as like a ooh zoo zoo experiment this oh, the human thingy zoo. yeah classic trauma. Um, these are all Futurama episodes by the way yeah, yeah. Well, um, that but, uh, very much intentionally so where yes. few, where the Futurama writers were like oh my god we're doing a space show does that mean we could just do insert Star Trek episode Star Trek yeah episodes and they just did all of them they did yeah, every single one of them including an episode where they had the whole original series cast on yeah, yeah. as themselves um, but uh. So he gets trapped on this planet, and there's this woman, and they're trapped in the prison, and he's he keeps being like, I want to get out, and they're like, no. Um, yeah, so, great. yeah, and, and they're trying to get him to fuck the woman, um, and she's trying to get him to fuck her, right. uh, because secretly she's like a disfigured, like, hermit who crash-landed on the planet years and years before, and yeah, they, so like, tried to fix her, but they didn't know what a person looked like, um, <laughs> is the story. But, um, the, the treatment of women early on in the show is not great. It's interesting. Especially in that pilot, the... she's exclusively just there for sex. Yeah, mm-hmm. which, which is weird, because this show is really progressive in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like, they've got, um, what's her name? I, Uhura. I, Uhura? Uhura. Uhura, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, you know, a black woman. Who's mm-hmm. important to the show? There's Sulu. He's you know, uh, the idea Asian that a guy. black woman existed in the future is a very radical idea. To it was <laughs> yeah. not yeah. like time. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's radical a- now, and it, well, it was barely radical. Like it shouldn't have been radical at the time. Of mm-hmm. course, it's like not. They didn't do anything really interesting with that. Except for like mm-hmm. once where they go to the past and or oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, oh, I don't no. know yeah. hey. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know when he came out who he came out to if he was out behind the scenes but you know George Takei who played Sulu yeah um, is gay he's mm-hmm. you know one of the most famous gay actors yeah. out there um, I don't know when when I think he it was came after the show. yeah it must have been after but long after still it's you know it's cool knowing there was a gay man. On TV, mm-hmm. on one of the biggest shows of all time. Yeah, in a, you in know. a very important role. Too. Yeah. This show also had the first interracial kiss on TV too, mm. which is pretty cool. Though that episode is um, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's putting it lightly. I actually don't know. Probably not because one of, my of that. Favorite, one of my favorite videos on YouTube about Star Trek was uh, talking about how lots of uh, lots of people. I don't. I was about to launch into an Irish accent to explain. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, lots of people. I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> extremely Italian. <laughs> Lots of people talk about how Star Trek had the first installation. Oh, because you're on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I have to do the Matthew Matosas Irish uh, accent. Uh, but um, no, it talks about how uh, 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 Star Trek had the first interracial kiss, 
on television. But that episode also contains this scene, and it's oh, just right. uh, the dude that's riding right. around on, Kirk, on Kirk's back, like, <laughs> like <laughs> playing horsey with him, basically Kirk's crawling on his hands and knees, and yeah. like acting like he's in so much pain. Yeah. And the other guy riding him that's like, the show, man. <laughs> just insanity. Everyone. Um, so I, I just I, feel like it's almost like in a court of law. Like you'd say Star Trek is a progressive, groundbreaking This is the first show to feature a man crawling on his hands. Needs of a child on top of him screaming in pain. But Alex, you were um, I wanted to shout out two of the episodes that I half watched um, while I was doing something else. Yes. Um, the first one that I barely, probably even saw five minutes of uh, was had something to do with this mustachioed man who's some sort of space pimp. If oh, I can figure it out, I, think I know that. One. Okay. Um, he was really interested in the crew of the Enterprise having sex with these girls. <laughs> yes. And I'm Come not on. sure. Let me interest you. Come on. And I'm like, no, thank you. I, and they didn't want to. And not even I, Kirk? I don't, I didn't pay attention to it at all. <laughs> I want to promise. I and I will not look at the point. synopsis. Yeah. But. That guy comes back, I think, a couple times. Yeah. Like, like a portly like man with an insane mustache. What's like the good? Oreo? Yes. Yeah. He looks like the guy from the CDI Zelda. Which one? Oh. The merchant. Oh, Morshu. Yeah. Morshu. It looks like Morshu. Which is on my mind because yes. of that video you sent us. They replaced him with uh, Gladys. Um, and then the I'm, other one, which I paid a little bit more attention to, um, has some sort of space radiation that has caused a bunch of the crew members of the Enterprise to age very rapidly. Oh, that one's so good. I just yeah. watched that like last month. That's it kind was, of scientific. It was crazy. It was a kind of unique premise because, you know, I was kind of scrolling through and I'm like, a lot of this stuff is is hack at this point. So I want to do something that's kind of cool and weird. Mm-hmm. God, the um, makeup in that one. Mm-hmm. And, and half of it was like, I want to see how they age these actors. Uh, old Kirk looks so bad. It's so funny. He's got like Polly Galtieri like uh, gray, gray yeah. hair on, a, on the edges like, of his like head. What's his face from Twin Peaks? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ! That was that one is insane, and I didn't really stick around long enough to pay attention to the resolution. Yeah. But I loved that they just kept getting older, and then Kirk was like, "No, I'm still a good captain," and they're yeah. like, "You're senile." <laughs> <laughs> That's, what's also funny about that episode is um, people make fun of Kirk's uh, physique a lot. But in that, because he gets like kind of a, a belly. Oh, in that one. Show. Okay. But yeah. No, in, in every, yeah. in the series. Like, oh, it's the, the reason. The, to... One of the reasons that people complain about when he wears the green shirt is because when he wears the yellow shirt, you can't fucking tell as yeah. much. But the green shirt doesn't fit him and it looks bad. Yes. <laughs> and it shows you that he is not, you know, not, you know, not every actor has to be in 100% perfect shape. Yeah, not awkward. every actor has to look like George Takai when he takes off his shirt mm, in, yeah, this, in this show. But, um, and so, you know, I don't feel like, oh, Kirk should be like, uh, you know, a huge beefcake, but he should wear a shirt that fits him because it looks like shit. <laughs> That's basic. Yeah. It's somehow <laughs> tight and loose in all the wrong places. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it was one of them, it was just like, oh, it looks really bad. You're, or, oh, it's too tight and that looks bad. It's like he tight. pissed off where he was yeah. doing costume for the yeah, show. It's like, it's like <laughs> tight in the midsection, but loose in the shoulders. It's just like yeah. weird. I don't know if I mentioned around. this on mic, but I'm watching the show. Most of what I'm looking at is the costuming. And I've talked about the shirts of Star Trek many times. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's supposed to be a pajama shirt, the one I'm wearing. Oh, about. nice. Yeah, it's pretty comfortable. Did it have any pants come with it? Yeah, but they're just black pants because that's what oh. they wear on the show. So. Yeah, Do they come with nice boots? No, nice I, I wear my own boots to bed. <laughs> but, um, oh, so what I was saying, the old people episode. Yeah, yeah, so Kirk gets made fun of for his physique a lot, but 
because they're getting older, um, they only use makeup, but they still look great otherwise. Yeah. So it's yep. like this really nice looking guy with this great physique and then he also has these crazy wrinkles he, yeah. he ends up just looking like a ripped old guy and not a normal guy who's getting old yeah. <laughs> it's like this guy looks pretty good actually and then since Silver Spock box. is a Vulcan he does they don't age him <laughs> like he just looks he normal he just like slower yeah, yeah. Um, and stuff. I didn't realize that they age differently, and like that was something that I learned watching this yeah, episode. Don't Vulcans live a lot longer. Yeah, they yeah. were actually pulling out. Um, they were actually pretty restrained with how many dumb superpowers they give Spock a lot of the time. Well, yeah, he's got. Well, he's got the nerve pinch. Is that that that? I got Vulcan to see that on pinch. one of them. That is the mind meld is too much for a character to have in a drama where you can just instantly tell what somebody else is thinking. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yep. And then he has super strength. He he ages slower. Um, Did they just gradually give him all of these? That's what I was going to say. Is I, I they mean, don't they introduce them all at once. Yeah. Did they write themselves into a corner then be like, oh, Spock saves the day? Uh, Spock I can uh, fly? <laughs> I can't tell you what the first instance of Spock using the mind meld is, but I can tell you that it solves a lot of problems. Yeah, I, I actually forgot he had the mind it's meld. It's weird that he's like, because he's one of the... More iconic characters in the show, mm. and he does a lot. Like he Probably saves the, the day. <laughs> like he and he's not like, the captain. I love, like, I love Kirk, and yeah. I'm not going to say that Kirk is bad or anything like that. But if we're talking like well-rounded characters with a lot, it's interesting going that on, he's number two, though. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that Spock is uh, emotionless. So yeah. He mm. can't be put in charge because Kirk has to fly wildly off the handle to save <laughs> yeah. the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that he's insane. <laughs> Emotionally invested in every person he meets. I really liked, in the episode with Evil Kirk, um, Spock was trying to explain to him why he shouldn't just kill his evil self. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, you need that. Yeah, because it's supposed to be a part of him. Well, yeah, the animal he, side of the, him. The nice side of himself that he is mm -hmm. uh, after the evil side split off. He's like, well, you're too soft as a captain unless you have your it's insane rage rage. Yeah, pits. you need this sex monster. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like at times, taking uh, again with like an exhibit A, exhibit B thing, uh, you could make a case for Kirk being the dumbest captain in, in the history of the universe, mm -hmm. but in uh, one of the episodes that I watched, I, I, I thought when you guys were talking evil Kirk, I'm like, oh, these guys watch Mirror Mirror. Nope. I watched. I'm, I'm really happy you didn't now because I really I wanted to talk I, about I did it. watch that one too. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. a while. That is, um, of course, uh, it starts not not in that at all. Like they're on a, they're on the planet and they're doing negotiations. Like, hey, your planet has this thing that could be a very valuable energy source for us, mm -hmm. and you guys aren't using it. Can we can negotiate with you for it? Can we destroy like, your planet? No, they're not. They're, that's the, the whole In point. order to mine it. The whole point yeah. is that they're saying they won't do that. They're like, yeah. we won't. We won't bring anything that could even be considered as a weapon because they're like, look, uh, our planet is so peaceful. If you bring anything that even like could be used as a weapon, yeah, like we, our whole race would rather die than have you bring your space laser weapons onto and, uh, our I planet. Just, I want to stress yeah. in this scene they are on a. Um, on, on a soundstage with a pink background and what seems like potted plants. <laughs> yes, and, and like <laughs> lightning them. is striking yeah. around them. Yes. And I actually was like, oh my god, did I accidentally start in the middle of the episode or something? Because they jump yeah. right yeah. into oh, it. Yeah. But well, it's so awesome. good. Like it's a, yeah. it's a genuinely it's cool. good yeah. scene where Kirk is like, like, look, I am not going to. We're we're not going to do that. Like we're going to bring the negotiations back because like. I'm not going to come down here with a laser or my right. spaceship yeah, he and shoot you all to death. He reaffirms how passive they are. Yeah, and, and then the non-combative. Yeah, the leader of their planet is like, but you could 
like, yeah. bring your laser ship down to kill us yeah, all. And then Kirk's like, oh, yeah, we, we could. Oh, absolutely. I, I would never do that. I would never do that. Well, and, he uh, even, yeah. like, kind of tries to goad him into it. He's yeah. like, he's like, you know, you could just take these from us. Like, By force. Like, yeah, just, he's like, go for it. Yeah, like, like, make the, me hate you. The leader, yeah. the leader of the planet is trying to basically, trying to get Kirk to admit that he wants yeah, to, like, exactly. kill all of them. Uh, and Kirk's like, no, I, I don't want to kill all of you. That's mm-hmm. not how I am. And then because there is an ion storm going around, they get to make some bullshit up. And uh, the transporter um, sends them to the Mirror Universe and sends the Mirror Universe crew to that one. Yes. Now, the Mirror Universe's version of this mission where they were going down to make two peaceful oh, negotiations was... The they were trying to negotiate the unconditional surrender so that they could bomb the planet. <laughs> yeah, they were going to put materials in. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but when Kirk gets beamed, Kirk, uh, Bones, and Uhura uh, get beamed onto their ship, mm-hmm. like get beamed onto the evil ship. Um, Kirk, I, I I got a moment that I really didn't expect because I I hadn't watched this particular episode before, uh, where. Kirk takes note of the situation, understands that it might be dangerous, and doesn't lash out. He mm. goes along with it. Uh, like, yeah, he sp- plays along really quick. Really, really yeah. well. He, he always does that. Like, and he acts well. Because, yeah. like, like, with the uh, with the time rock thing, he's just like, I guess we just have to go back in time. <laughs> oh, cool. It's, it's funny, because as emotional as he is, when he's presented with a problem, he doesn't, like... He doesn't, like, freak out. He flies off the handle and does stupid things sometimes, but he doesn't do it while, like, freaking out about it. Yeah, he doesn't have an outburst. He just has a crazy idea. This is another thing. In in the specific case of the Mirror Mirror episode, Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of... It's another thing where, like, me being, you know, a modern-day person that's genre-savvy, it's like, oh, okay, he's in a bizarro world. He's going to take, like... Five minutes to figure it, figure that out, and adjust to yeah. it. What's I'm, going on? Yeah, and then no, he's Everyone just like he's me. like, oh, I understand. Yeah, he's yes. like, oh, got it. <laughs> they all uh, they all give him uh, all of his crew members give him a variant on the Nazi salute when he arrives on the bridge. Yep. Uh, he's he's wearing a different outfit that makes him look like a sleeveless scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Oh, he, he, um, uh, and uh, evil Spock, who famously has the beard, goes. Great looking. Uh, any any change in the plan, Captain? Because of course Kirk doesn't know this, but the plan was to bomb them to death because they won't give up their valuable resources. And Kirk, and Kirk, not knowing that, because he doesn't want to say, "Oh, here's the changed plan," because he doesn't know what the plan is and he doesn't know if this is dangerous. Yeah. So he goes, "No, no change." <laughs> and uh, then he's like, uh, "Oh yeah, the Iron Storm." Uh, might have messed up a little bit with our... Yeah, please look into that teleporter. Yeah, please look into that teleporter. <laughs> I, feel, I feel odd after the ion storm. Uh, and then, like, <laughs> uh, Spock immediately tortures one of the engineers for getting yeah. it wrong. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> yeah, I'll fix it. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, well, if the ion storm uh, messed up the, the captain or, or the crew a little bit, then obviously you fucked up when you brought them on board. Mm. And so he just attaches something to the yeah, guy's he's got shirt. This, well, he asks for it, because yeah. this, atta- this is something the guy is holding himself. Yeah. It's this like, strange triangular like torture device yeah. that shocks him when he puts it onto his chest. <laughs> and hilarious. it's weird that the people, like the crew members would carry that around for someone else to shock yeah. them. The reprimand yourself. <laughs> um, this episode is a fantastic. It's like uh, yeah, people it's always bring it up on like best Star Trek episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one always comes up, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. But I also wanted to see Leonard Nimoy with a fake beard. Oh, but it's um, great, it's, so <laughs> it's wonderful. If that was all the episode was about, it would be great. What is Uhura's fake? Uh, Uhura wears a very sexy outfit, mm-hmm. and that's what like 
Uhura is like Catwoman, a sex like <laughs> like uh, like Nega Nega versus Uhura is like Catwoman, where she's constantly trying to sex people up to get their secrets or whatever, or steal from them. <laughs> and she was clearly <laughs> in the process of doing it to Sulu. Because uh-huh. Sulu's like coming on to regular universe. Oh, Uhura. he has a great fake scar. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. And, re- you know, regular universe Uhura is not putting up with it, but it's clearly something that mirror universe Uhura was, had been working on for a while. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, um, like, there's just so much I could talk about just that episode. Because yeah, it's, it's a really fantastic... One, like, one more great bit that I just wanted to mention mm-hmm. is... Um, at the end of the episode when they finally make it back, you don't check in with the alternate version, with the evil Spock. Well, they, or, uh, evil they, do, it, they do it once. Oh, do they check? I missed okay. that part. So, um, so one of the things that happens is uh, after they the big realization was uh, if they come to, uh, if we got beamed onto their Enterprise, then that means that there's right. also yeah. Where's, another crew yeah. Where's that identically mirrors? got beamed onto our Enterprise. And it's like, I can only imagine what's going on there. We have to get back as soon as possible. Cuts to Spock, like, calmly throwing all four of the other Mirror Universe ones in the in the break. Yeah. Like, no, like he they, figured it out instantly. Yes, yeah. Instantly with no problems. It's so great. And because Mirror Kirk is just like a raving, like, snarling beast <laughs> of a man <laughs> who's like, monster. he's like, What's wrong with you? I said to bombard them. Where's your beard? What's it like? <laughs> like, like regular universe Kirk figured out what the problem was and played along so that he could get what he wanted, which was to get off the ship and not get hurt. Uh-huh. But Mirror Kirk did not have any of that subtlety, and he just was like ready to snarl and fight and punch people. And because of that, his regular Spock is like, oh, obviously this is wrong. I'm going yeah. to put them in the brig. Uh, what a great show. Yeah, very good. Very probably good the best in the traditional sense. The best episode that right. I saw. Yeah, but the best in quotes episode is the one where uh, Spock's brains get removed. <laughs> what? <laughs> tell us about this. <laughs> Please tell me about that. This episode is called Spock's brain. <laughs> gets removed. Spock's brain out. Well, I'm looking up the des- description specifically because it made me laugh so much that I felt like I had to check it out. Um, if um, you have any extra time, check the Discord where I sent the picture of Kirk doing the Nazi solution. Oh no! <laughs> yes. It's uh, not subtle. Um, oh, uh, let's see. But yeah, the, the show gets into some wild corners, and some episodes, like you can look oh, up no. lists all day where it's like. Also, that's best a terrible outfit. Yeah, well, no, that's good actually. It's okay. good actually. <laughs> yeah, they really get into some. There are good episodes though. Like, I mean, it's it's insane just how many premises they had to think of because this yeah. is not a short show, and they really, I mean, as much as we joke about the same like three types of plot, yeah, like all of them go in an insane direction that you <laughs> you either mysteri- totally expect or you don't expect at all. A yeah. mysterious oh. intruder on the Enterprise leads Mr. Spock to lose his head, or rather, his wits. <laughs> Left with only a Vulcan zombie, Kirk leads a desperate quest to sp- find Spock's brain. Now, if you ever wanted to see the crew of the Enterprise uh, remote control Spock to make him walk oh, into a cave, nice. uh, <laughs> this is an episode that you have to see. When you said they took his brain out, I didn't think he was still... Walking around <laughs> like, oh, no, he's dumb. They, they have, no, it's not like he's dumb. It's like he's empty. Like they have to control <laughs> him remotely and shit. That's like so they, funny. they, it's not like oh, we have to figure out what's wrong. They're like, look at Spock. And they're like, somebody took his brain out. <laughs> <laughs> Just threw his brain out. <laughs> that is hilarious. It's uh, it's it's like the polar opposite of Mirror Mirror in the way that the episode is structured. It's got a half opening, a stupid premise, uh, bad sets and acting and everything, and it's just like kind of wonderful because of it because it was 
I can't think of anything that is like that. Like, I can't even think of brain removal or, or consciousness switching plots that have played out like this. Maybe because it's so bad, nobody thought to steal it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, they stole the good idea. That's so much the other ones. But I'm so glad you guys watched this. Yeah. And got the... Nick seems like he specifically got the exact experience. And you, well, you too, Alex, and I'm yeah. sure Seb got the same thing. Is you, there are some episodes that are really good and were cult, uh, cultural monuments in like TV writing. Yeah, and everyone ripped them off, and they're probably some of your favorite bits of sci-fi are great. Prices. We didn't even, we didn't even talk about some of the some of the ones like Trouble with Tribbles or Amok Time or I anything almost, like that. I kind of regret not making you guys watch Trouble with Tribbles because that's an episode that I would say is bad because it's it's turns. Star Trek into a sitcom. There's like points where he looks at the screen. Is there a laugh track? Almost. <laughs> it, there might be. Like in my memory, there is, but it's just. There were multiple it, episodes that I watched. The there were multiple yeah. bits where they would like pause for jokes. Yeah. Like they expected audience laughter. Yeah. Which, Trouble with Tribbles is a great episode, but because it's wacky and uncharacteristic. Yeah, for once. It's, it's very <laughs> funny. But, um, and then, yeah, so there are good episodes, and then there are episodes where. Spock's brain falls out and <laughs> someone kicks it into a sewer grate. <laughs> what? That's so close to what happens. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's why I like the show. Watching, it's perfect. Uh, it hits the same, I wanted to say this earlier, it hits the same point in my brain with Twilight Zone does. Like right. There are good episodes, there are bad episodes. I could just put this on and turn my brain off. I could take my brain out and kick the episode <laughs> yeah. out and just watch this for hours and Maybe hours I should hours. see if I can get a clip from that episode where they talk about Spock not having a brain. <laughs> <laughs> because um, it might be part uh, the acting in the show, where how it's theatrical and the way it's played out, mm-hmm. I really, really like. like it's I all like stage direction. And fun. like, we didn't even really talk about the characters outside of Spock and Kirk and oh, like yeah. Bones and Scotty and like Scotty's first mention of Scotty, I feel. Yeah. Like you even talk about Scotty's great. great. I love Scotty. He's awesome. Um is pushed into its limit, Captain. Yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> giving it all she's got. <laughs> um yeah, Sulu's amazing, mm-hmm. Uhura I love. There's a recurring blue dress character, <laughs> science officer of love interest for Kirk. That does some she shows stuff. up in like two episodes. Yeah, <laughs> one, uh, one one good Sulu thing I forgot to mention on the uh, just evil Kirk episode. Yes, mm-hmm. since uh, the it's the the teleporter accident that causes him to split. But there are still oh. people, there are still people down on the planet oh uh, that can't be beamed up because they'll be split into uh, yeah. yeah um, so uh, Sulu is down on the planet and they make a point at the beginning of the episode to mention that. Uh, when it turns to the nighttime, this planet becomes like negative 140 degrees. They keep raising the number every time. It's so funny. And so they are freezing on this planet. Like that's kind of the B plot is that they are down there, just huddled up under very thin blankets, being okay at negative 100 degrees. Yeah, it's so funny that they they literally have like a towel over them, and he's like it's they're uh, negative 117 degrees. They're now. heating the rocks with their like uh, <laughs> their phasers. phasers. It's so funny, and. Um, there's one point where Kirk calls down to check on them, and he's cozily sitting in the boardroom. Yeah, yeah. The lights are dimmed a little bit. He's like, ah, how you doing, Sue? Are you okay? And Sue was like, please help us. Well, at the beginning, he's being kind of coy about it. He's like, yeah. when's our like room service or oh, some shit? Like, can you send down some hot coffee for us? Yeah. Like, Then he calls him later. He's like, the coffee's taking a little long. We're going to die down here. Anyway, uh, um, I'm so glad that you yeah, guys watched this. Fun. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, I, what do we do next week? All right. Well, next week we have a returning guest. What? 
Again? That's right. For the first time ever? No. We no, had guests. We had lot, there are plenty of guests that have their please don't listen ca- challenge coin uh, yes. for returning. Is um, the challenge coin just two? Challenge coin is just two. We, we sh- we, I don't think we've had a three-timer, have we? Mm. Should we make have it we? three? We should probably make it three. Yeah, so. Come on the show. If you're a guest, you come on the show three times, you get the challenge coin. Well, I'm not giving up my coin. <laughs> you don't have to give them yours. We oh. will mint a new one. All right, fine. Um, fine. Bring a this, half a coin. Cam, you're going to be so excited about this. I already this am. I love Greg. I miss oh, doing right. Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, that was a really fun episode. Uh, I is, want to talk uh, about lakes more. This is going to be his uh, <laughs> spring break from classes, so he's able to come over, uh, come by and record with us. Normally, he would take... Did, we, did we mention it into the mic? I'm sorry. I, I, did we say that this is our uh, friend of the show, previous guest, Greg? Yes. Coming back. Who yes, did the Channel is. Zero episode. One of yes. my favorite... Oh, it's a great episode. episode. It has one of our, I think, our best first segments where we talk about irrational fears. Mm. Yes. Um... And a good second segment where we're talking about Teeth Boy. But um, uh, he said that he was thinking he'd like to do Dr. Sleep for his episode. Oh, my God. Oh. I can finally put up that poster, Big Game. A man, a man after Cam's own heart. <laughs> wow. Um, and he said he, he likes it? Uh, he didn't say. Oh. But <laughs> he said that he wow. wanted to uh, talk about other sequels that came out long after the originals. Uh, uh, so this long is di- my guy. I gotta do a show with this dude. Fuck <laughs> <Before> you guys. <laughs> long distance like, sequels. So... Um, yeah, so he mentions like Blade Runner 2049. Well, you, know what, World you know what they say about long distance sequels? They never were. They never were. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a break. I don't know. Yeah. So what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm running on steam here. All right, I get it. I, get I mean, fumes. I'm <laughs> running on steam. You steam powered. I was thinking of video games. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the steam steam powered has crashed again. Uh, but we are going next week. We are going to talk about Doctor Sleep. We'll wow. bring guests back on the show. Wow. And the week after that, it's going to be our our two year anniversary. Holy shit! So yeah. we're almost there, folks. We're Listen, almost guys. There. Don't sleep on our episode next week. It's going to be uh, <laughs> uh, awake. <laughs> uh, uh, sleep a day keeps the doctor. We're away. going. It's going to be back. a sleeper hit. We're back to the shining. We're doing another fucking two and a half hour uh, Sixty episodes since that we did uh, the shining. Wow. <laughs> Just like how long it's been since the movie. 60 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, so Cam, you'll get to talk about the Spirit Halloween again. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get it. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan's in it. I'm sure you'll get it. The, what? Ewan yeah. McGregor's Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Danny, oh. you have to talk about uh, Tony. I'm just realizing the Tony's accident. in this? <laughs> Tony's in <laughs> <a brand laughs> no, yeah, it. Tony's in this. Tony's in this.